Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Welcome back. This week, we're talking about intentions and headline beliefs, because as I'm trying to formulate the episodes for this next round, really the second half of season two is what we're in, I am trying to come back to the basics, so that way, when we're expounding on things... It just makes more sense. And honestly, I think that there's so many concepts that get convoluted in psychology and mental health, and it really is a lot of simple concepts that get built up to become really difficult. And so I just really want to taper it down and have a really simple but impactful episode for you all today, talking about our intentions and our headline beliefs. Uh, So I'm learning about neuroscience and it's been a joy because I do not have a degree in psychology. My degree is in education, but I have a love for psychology and I started my work in uh, coaching on the Ropes Challenge course. Didn't even know that I was coaching at the time, but it was the first job that I fell in love with. Four years of helping people go up and down 25, 30 foot elements, jumping off of things, processing, doing leadership skills. Now I bring that up because... As I'm studying neuroscience now, there are a lot of uh, bigger terms, brain science. So we're talking about the amygdala and the signals it sends to the different parts of your brains and how different parts of you talk to each other. But in a very simple form, when we're talking about our brain, for today's purposes, I want you to think about your brain as Google because we talk about our reticular activating system. And the way of paraphrase that is that's the search bar in our brain. Now, in particular, what we're going to impact today, the title of this one is Intentions and Headline Beliefs, because that's all that this is, this really is. Your reticular activating system is a search bar in your brain. Your brain is Google, okay? So imagine that your brain is Google. The reason why I want you to do this is because often we find that our brains, we, we tell ourselves rather, not we find, we tell ourselves that our brains are biased. Now, over time, this becomes true because we've created neural pathways in a certain bias form. But our brains are sincerely like Google in that they don't care what you search. You know, when you get on Google and you're like, how to tuck in a great shirt, how to tie a tie, what's the weather. It doesn't give you any rebuttal. It doesn't say, why are you looking this up or nothing like that. Your brain just searches for what you're you're asking it to search for. Google just searches for what it you just asked it to search for. So that's why we want to use Google as your example. Now, this is where intentions and headline beliefs come in. You are the boss of your brain. You're the boss of Google. So if you in your brain, say today is going to be a bad day. That is the headline belief. That is what you're putting in the search bar of your brain. Today is going to be a bad day. Now what happens from there is that your brain goes to look for evidence for what you're believing. So if you walk around believing today is going to be a great day, your brain is going to look for evidence for that. In the same way that if you look up on Google how to have a good day, you're going to get a lot of hits on 
drink tea, move your body, do this, do that. You're going to have a lot of support and evidence for how you can have a good day. And that's what we're talking about today with intentions and headline beliefs. I want you to take your power back today. If you're a friend, maybe this is a refresher for you. Maybe you're struggling today, regardless of what brought you to this podcast. Intentions can be used to serve us in a way that we can literally transform our brain. An intention or an affirmation that we repeat again and again becomes our new normal. So if you have been repeating, today's just going to be another day, today's going to suck, oh, here's another day, that is the neural pathway you have been building, whether it's conscious or not. When you believe a thought and think a thought again and again and again, that becomes who you are. And so in this episode, I'm just giving you the opportunity to look at your brain and decide, huh, I've been thinking this, 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 and this repeatedly. It's creating this feeling in my body and this result in the world. Do I want to continue it? It's really what it comes down to. I'm never here to tell you the right or wrong way to live your life because there is no such thing. I'm here to help you come back into alignment with yourself. And the way you find that you're in alignment is how you feel. If you're feeling crappy, there's a good chance you're living out of alignment. Now, here's where I want to circle back. Let me start all the way from the top, actually. I'm going to give you three thoughts, and we're just going to kind of walk through and see how they impact each individual's day. So the first thought is today is going to be a good day. Right? This person wakes up in the morning, and they've just decided this is going to be my thought. Every day that I wake up and I have breath in my body and I have the ability to move and have choice, today is going to be a good day. They've just decided that. And so you can now follow that person in their their brain if they've decided today is going to be a good day. Their brain is going to look for evidence to support that. When they walk out of their bedroom and the sun is shining, wow, it is going to be a good day. Look at the sun. When they go into their pantry and they make their tea and they sip it in the morning, they're like, oh my gosh. Look at this evidence of such a great day. And then the brain is looking for it. And it's so lovely. On these days, it's usually when something else, you know, that you may not have noticed or even thought about before comes to your brain. So this happened for me the other day. And I was, I was like, it's going to be a great day. Can't wait. I'm just going to have fun today. I'm going to relax. And so we're on our way to a specific coffee shop, a more corporate one. And I had this moment and thought, I was like, you know what, no, let's go. I was talking to Tyler. Let's go to this other local coffee shop. I haven't been since they've opened again since COVID. I was just on Instagram and saw them the other day. And so we went and I ran into, so I know the coffee shop owner and that's why I wanted to go. I also know they these two businesses merged. The uh, plant and home goods shop owner who shares the space with her, he was there. And then y'all, one of my preschool students was there. I haven't taught preschool in years. One of my preschool students was there, and she's nine now. And it was just such a joy to just see all of them, to see all of that. And I'm not saying you're always going to have a super magical day because you think the thought I'm going to have a super magical day and it's going to be a great day. But you're more likely to just because you're thinking that thought, because your brain is then attuned to looking for goodness, for looking for the good things. Let's look at the person that says it's going to be another day. Today is just going to be another day. It's just going to be another day. What is that person going to be looking for? What is that brain looking for? Right? Evidence that it's just going to be another day. And this can vary. Everybody's day is a little bit different. So for you, just another day is like maybe it's a half-ass day. It's kind of a kind of day. 
maybe it's a shoddy day. You're like, today's going to be another day. It's another crap day, right? Look at your thoughts and look at how they are perpetuating your feelings and therefore the action you're taking. Your brain is going to look for evidence to support your belief. So for this last one, if you're walking around thinking today is going to suck, today's going to suck, your brain is going to look for evidence to support that belief. That's when you're driving in your car, you're like, today's going to suck, right? You're on your way to work, and of course somebody cuts you off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course you're going to cut me off, today's going to suck, it's another shitty day, right? And you notice that your plant is dying, and you notice all the things that are just not going well. That's what happens when we have that headline belief. So take a look at your brain. Again, the purpose of this podcast episode is not to tell you, stop feeling that way, that's bad. It's to give you the opportunity to look at what you are thinking that is creating the feeling in your body and deciding if it's serving you. That's what we're doing here. Take a look. Huh, I've been feeling really low for the past week. What might you have been believing? What might you have been thinking over the past week that has you feeling low? Now, here's where I want to flip it as well. And I want you to spend a moment, if you're feeling sad, not trying to run away from the sadness. I think that's really important as well. We all want to feel good. I want you to feel expansive. In my coaching sessions, that's exactly what I do. I want my clients to leave feeling at least aligned. That doesn't mean excited always, but they have they feel like themselves because they know what's going on in their brain and they've taken their power back. And that's all I want for you. Now, what can happen though is we hear all this personal development and mental health about sadness and anxiety and depression and the narrative can become, make it stop, I only wanna feel better. And as I'm going to always remind you all, there's no such thing as 100% happiness 100% of the time. But what we are going for is for you to feel aligned. You can feel aligned 100% of the time. Or check in, hey, ooh, I'm, I feel out of alignment. What is it? Let me snap back in. So let's talk about sadness for a second. You can be in alignment. You can be healthy and sad. I don't want anybody to ever walk away at least from this podcast feeling like oh i'm sad i'm bad i'm wrong for feeling sad bad anxious overwhelmed whatever no it's an opportunity feelings are guide maps feelings are lassie don't think of your feelings as a negative thing if you can ever right if you can keep feelings from being negative you give yourself the space to always use them as a tool So when you're sad about something, when you're upset about something, let's say you do think today's going to be another crappy day, pause. Why am I believing and feeling this way? Because I feel undervalued. I'm not paid as much as I think that I should be paid. My boss doesn't talk to me really kindly. Da-da-da-da-da. What is it that's making you upset? Because we can solve for those things. If your brain says today's going to be another crappy day and you ask yourself why and what comes up for you is i'm being underpaid and my boss treats me bad awesome we can solve for that we can't change your boss but if what's bothering you is the amount of money you're making we can solve for that is it that we need to get you a side hustle is it that it's time to find a different job entirely what 
what can we solve for there? There's a lot of options there. And then the second part of that is my boss treats me not nice. Okay, again, you have agency. Is it that we need to change how we show up at work so that this boss can't impact us? That we give that boss some grace because we don't know what they're going through and that gives you the grace to go into work the next day and not make it mean anything about you when they talk to you sideways? Is it that we need to get a new job now? You are done with being treated this way and would like a change. This is what I mean when when I say we can solve for it. But first we have to get curious about why we feel the way we feel. And it's not to say we're going to find the answer, but again, it's to give us the, the ability, like we talked about in the last episode, to zoom out. To zoom out. To not zoom in on that thing that's bothering us so bad and just thinking about how bad it is and how bad it is and how bad it is and how it's bothering us and how it's bothering us, but zoom out. Why is it bothering us and what can I do about it? I can't literally change my boss, but I can, right? I can't change what she says is what I'm saying here, right? I can't change what's coming out of my boss's mouth, but I can change my boss by changing my job. I can change my boss by maybe moving to a different department. I could change my boss by even maybe having a conversation about their behavior with them. Hey, did you know that when you say this, it makes me feel like that? That's allowed, my friends. We are human beings on the planet. You are not a robot. You can have a human conversation with your boss. But the the premise there is that Sadness itself isn't bad or wrong. Being upset in itself isn't bad or wrong. It's a guide. In another way, something tragic could have happened to you. I just lost my grandfather. So there are days that I'm just like, I'm sad. I am sad and I'm mad and I'm upset and I don't like this. It doesn't feel good. Be with it. That's okay. It is okay. Because what can happen is when we tell ourselves it's not okay to feel what we're feeling, we shove it down. And one of my favorite analogies of this is pushing a ball underwater, pushing a balloon underwater, shoving it down, shoving it down. What's going to (laughs) happen? That balloon's going to pop up in your face. It's going to pop up from under the water. So I would much rather you acknowledge how you're feeling so that it can be processed, whether that's through tears, through journaling, through just saying it out loud. Emotions need to close their loop. Our brain likes to close the loop. So if you can allow for that emotion, it might not change the circumstance, but it might make you feel better. Just to acknowledge it without any judgment. To acknowledge that you feel upset without judging yourself for being upset. To acknowledge that you feel sad without judging yourself for being sad, right? Acknowledge that you're upset about your full-time job. But don't judge yourself. Well, of course you're sad. You're not even making any changes over here. You're not even, like, applying for jobs. You're never going to be anybody. You look at you at this job. Look at everybody else on social media getting these higher-up jobs. Don't judge yourself. Don't do that. That's all ego talk. That is all ego talk. The ego is obsessed with self-image. How do I look to the outside world? Let go of the outside world. Come inside yourself. How do you feel? What are you believing? Do you want to keep feeling this way? Is this a belief that's serving you? That's the checkpoint here. And if I don't want to think this thought or feel this way anymore, what might I think? What intention might I set? What headline belief 
Might I apply instead? Here's some examples of some ways that you can play with and. I really like the that tool of playing with and because sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life is hard and it's still great at the same time, right? So I have some examples for you to help paint the picture of what we're talking about, how you can still serve yourself in a place of sadness or how you could help to shift yourself from a place of sadness that isn't serving you. So for one example, I said, I'm sad because I miss my grandfather. This is a true, true example for me. I'm sad because I miss my grandfather and I'm grateful for my job and my partner today. So I get to play with it a little bit. I'm sad. I am sad. It's okay to be sad. And I'm really grateful for the work that I do. And I'm really grateful for my partner today. I like to play with and. Here's another way to play with and without using the word and. This too shall pass. I love that phrasing. I just love it. It's just one that I've kept in my back pocket for years. This too shall pass. It's saying right now is kind of messing up my day. Right now feels funky. Right now there's some shit going on. And it'll go away. This too shall pass. Life happens, my friends. Life is going to happen. But how are you going to respond? Again, we're not looking for 100% happiness 100% of the time because as many authors and, and personal development gurus and all that have come before me have said, Think about that. What kind of experience would that be? A lot of people will argue, that would be amazing if I could just have whatever I want all the time, no problems, no hiccups. But when I really do sit and think about that, I'm like, wow, would it really be exciting or would I be bored? And who knows? You know, there's, there's no way to find that out because there's no such thing as 100% happiness 100% of the time. But in those in those sort of deeper thoughts, I like to think that I am so grateful for the up and the down and the unexpected things. They make me who I am. They have shaken up my path and made me feel different types of way, but they've woken me up to different and deeper parts of myself. It's helped me to question things and grow. Bad, Bad things happen. Things that aren't fun happen. And you're capable of moving through, of overcoming of becoming stronger because of those hard things. Think about it in the way of the gym. When you're lifting weights or you're doing something and you're straining your body in a new way and your muscles are literally tearing, they're tearing because they're getting stronger. I had somebody on my Instagram the other day ask me, how did you get your splits? Teach us how to get the splits. And I I taught myself in the fourth grade by literally trying to do the splits every single day for just a few minutes and just getting lower and lower every day. And it would hurt. It would hurt because you're literally tearing muscles that will then regrow and at a different length or regrow and however that biology works. But your muscles are tearing and then they regrow. And that's how they get longer and longer is you've broken them and then more muscle, you know, I'm getting into the biology again. Regardless, it hurts, right? But I'm doing it on purpose because of the strength that I'm gaining or the flexibility rather that I'm gaining in doing that split every day. And in the same way, I like to think of these tough parts in life. 
similarly. They're stretching me. There's stuff that's tearing inside. I will become stronger afterwards. But again, that's a belief that I've chosen to have. I've chosen that belief. And so then I find evidence for that. I find evidence that I'm becoming stronger. You can find evidence for whatever you want to find evidence for. I want to remind you of that too. If you want to find evidence for nothing is working and it's all getting worse, you can find evidence for that 100%. What are you going to find evidence for? An intention and a headline belief just helps us to decide ahead of time what the evidence is we're looking for. If I set the intention of today's going to be a great day regardless, I'm going to find that evidence regardless. If I decide ahead of time that my headline belief is today's going to be another crappy day, my brain will find evidence for that. Literally the other day, I'm walking out of Pure Bar with another teacher. I taught two classes and then I took one. I took her class. Her car window had gotten smashed. And as I was, we called the police and security, so we're hoping that we can find who smashed her window. Luckily, nothing valuable was taken, but her kids' things were on the ground. Like, there's a book on the ground and pencils, and there's glass all over her front seats. And as I'm walking away from that, I just had this moment of, honestly, I was so grateful. I'm, I hate that it happened, period. But I was grateful that it happened to her, not her versus me, but just as general in the world, because I was like, you know what, she's somebody that's going to walk away and not make this mean anything about her. She's going to walk away and still have a good day today because that's who she is, because that's the mentality that she's practiced is that she's a good person and, and that she's going to have a good day and she's going to make the best of it. Not that she was excited that her car windows got smashed, but that she was able to respond to that situation with so much grace because of the headline belief, because of the intention she has set. And I don't know what they specifically are, but you can see in the way that she showed up. One person who who thinks again and again, life sucks and everything bad happens to me, right, might have walked out and seen them like, of course, of course this is happening. It's horrible. Bad things always happen to me. It's just another thing, right? And you can see how very quickly you can make that evidence for, of course I'm having a bad day. Versus somebody who's like, this too shall pass. Maybe they say that, right? That's just something that's in their repertoire. This too shall pass. They see that happen. The car window is smashed and they say, man, that sucks. That sucks. But you know what? It's going to pass. Whether it's in two hours or it's in two days, this will be over soon. And it's okay. It means nothing about me. It means nothing about who I'm becoming. It means nothing about my ability to be kind or helpful or anything like that. Check in. Check in. What is your headline belief right now? What is the biggest belief in your brain? And is it serving you? Is it making you feel better or is it making you feel worse? Is it making you feel empowered and expansive or does it make your energy contract? You get to decide and that's where, that's usually my alignment checklist. That's how I check to see if I am in alignment is Am I expanding? Does this thought make me feel better? Does it make me expand? Does it make me feel more like myself? Or does it make me contract? Does it make me feel sad? Does it make me feel less of myself? That's our check-in. Set an intention that makes you feel good. Set an intention that has your brain looking for evidence that you want it to look for. Again, the big thing here is I just want you to notice what you're thinking and feeling right now here and today do you want to continue thinking and feeling that way does it serve you does it feel good does it make you feel expansive 
Does it help you problem solve? Or does it keep you where you are? Does it keep you feeling small? Does it keep you feeling stuck? That's how I check out if the belief I'm thinking is in alignment or not. I'm going to leave you with some affirmations, some intentions, maybe some new headline beliefs for you to take into your day. As always, my friends, with this podcast and anything else, take what sticks to you and leave the rest. Here's some affirmations to send you on your day. I am safe. I am safe. It is safe to be me. I love the work that I do. What a beautiful day. I can do hard things. This too shall pass. And yes, I can. I know they seem soft and sometimes people are like, oh, woo, woo, is is that really going to do anything? But I promise you, the moments when I'm taking a fitness class and I say, yes, I can, when it gets hard, oh my gosh, makes such a difference versus when I'm in those moments and it's really hard in class and I'm just like, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. Notice that very simple adjustment in my brain. And it's not to say that thinking this is hard in hard spots in life is bad. It's just it feels better for me to think, yes, I can, yes, I can, yes, I can when it gets hard because that motivates me. That keeps me in a positive mind frame. That keeps me in a proactive mind frame versus this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. It starts to creep into my fight or flight. It starts to get close to like, tickling my my anxiety right this is hard this is hard this is hard your brain is in like oh my gosh what do i need to do to protect you right to get you out of this and starts to panic and we don't want that i want you to stay out of your fight flight or freeze response and the way that i do that is by having intentions and headline beliefs that serve me make them your own and don't judge yourself for those moments where you're feeling sad, bad, overwhelmed, whatever it is. It's okay. You're having a human emotion. What would you like to do about it? Have a great, great, beautiful week, my friends. I'll see you next time. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.